Coming to you live from the second bedroom of Shane's apartment. This is the Shane and Scuba Steve podcast. I like to keep the mic close. You gotta keep it close. I gotta do it like with the little lip touch here. I've seen you and a, like several other comedians do. You keep it very that's different. It's different when comedians do that. That's um, oh, is that special? It's it's a trick that you have to learn. You really? can't be taught it. You have to learn it yourself. And if you see a comedian uh, touch his lips to the microphone, buy his album right then and there because that's gonna become gold. Because he knows, or they know. That's just like a sign. It's okay. just like, oh, he touched his lips to the mic. He's gonna be big someday. Ooh. That's good to know. But if he throats the mic, completely different. Um, I'd recommend not engaging with that person. They are lonely. Leaving him be. Yeah, exactly. And okay. they will. <laughs> I was actually doing a tour the other day. And this old man came up to me. He's very sweet. I'm like, I didn't actually mind like him like talking, but like we did a whole part where like I do the whole tasting, I do an appraisal of the beer, and then I'm like, okay, everyone, come up and grab this new beer, the research developments. You can all try. And he comes up and just starts going on a very long story about his friend growing up was also a brewer, and he worked at this brewery, and they were going to go on trips across the world, and they were going to go to Egypt, but then everything fell apart because of COVID, so they couldn't go to Egypt. And he ca- he called me and he said, oh, I'm so sorry, we can't. And this is just going on, and I'm like, there's nodding, but then finally his daughter, who's like in her 60s, to let you know how old this man was. Because I'm like, Dad, he's not done. And he's like, you're not done? I'm like, no, I have about 15 more minutes of stuff I need to talk about to all of you. But I was like, I didn't want to just cut the man off. Of course not. Yeah, exactly. Mostly because I'm like, and my grandfather has the same story. My grandfather's the other man in this story. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. I know you. But yeah, this just going on and on. And then after all that, I was like, sir, you've spoken a lot today. What do you think of that new research development beer? I don't like it. Okay, well, okay. That, that's fine. Well, I respect that, that. That's what we're trying to figure out here. So thank you, man in late 90s who does not like a basil lime saison. Yeah, I can understand why people wouldn't like that. Yeah, it's not in a, you know, I like it in a bottle. I don't like it in a can. It tastes like metal. And then you're just smelling the metal. You can't actually taste metal, sir. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. Beer's weird. It is. Speaking of beers, we have drinks of the week. We're also in person this evening, yes. folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. In person. Uh, Shane, what are you drinking this week? I'm having a Cutwater Strawberry Margarita, gluten-free. Ooh, gluten-free. Which is good, because you know me. I've been trying to cut back on my gluten intake. Have you? Constantly. That's why I only have pretzels at work. What's the most gluten? You're maximizing gluten with pretzels. But I'm trying to cut back outside of my pretzels at work. Okay. Yeah, I only have like three pretzels uh, during my lunch break. Yeah, like the little rolled, like mm-hmm. the small ones. No, 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 full-size pretzels. Oh, okay. Full-size, the type you get like at a carnival or like a, a game. They're very good. Yeah, exactly. I don't blame you. And also, I'm drinking so much beer that it's like, yeah, I need to drink. I need a bunch of pretzels, please. Can I, can I have, just give me all the pretzels. It's great. Is uh, Pretzels, I've viewed for a long time with those frozen, the jumbo ones you get mm-hmm. in the supermarket. Great way to test sauces. Yep. Have you ever oh. liked, I wonder what this new sauce I got. Mm-hmm. It's like, get a pretzel. Very bland, without mm-hmm. salt, very bland. You can just figure it right out. It's great. It's My like manager bread. the what other day, bread? we had bought fries supposedly like months ago, but never had a use for the fries. Yep. And my manager the other day just pulled out the bag and he goes, do you want French fries? And I was like... Like frozen fries? Like, not like frozen fries, like Orida, like just but yeah. like pre-made French fries that you would just drop, like all that, that, yes, are frozen. Yeah, of course. But like, he's like, do you want French fries? And I was like, I don't think you know who you're talking to right now. Um, take a fucking french fries he made like maybe four or five like bowls of french fries mm-hmm. i just devoured them and he's like you're hungry and i go you do not know what happens when you put a potato in front of me all right it will be gone there is nothing you expect this for me to ignore this i can't ignore a potato 
there were people in the gift shop, but I'm supposed to be like in there making sure, like, is there anything I can help you find? Nope. I was having French fries off in the corner, just scouring away as soon as I could to be like, just eat them. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to put some cheese curds on it. Is that okay? Don't ask that. Just put them on. Okay. I you're going to broil it as well to melt the cheese oh, curds. Man. How could you? Uh, How could you do that to me? And they were good fries, too. Like, oh. a good fry is an underrated side. Mm-hmm. I think if you can find a good fry, you're in good shape. Yeah. I was at a food truck this mm-hmm. weekend at Truro Vineyard. Uh, for those folks at home with liquor store access, it's the one that looks a little light, like a lighthouse. We were there for like literally just to hang out outside. We'd driven to P-Town for the day. Oh, you're one of those people who just hanging outside of a liquor store? No, hang outside of a winery. Oh, okay. They also have like an indoor drinking. Okay, I'm just activity. making sure like you're not just, no, your just... life has shifted and you're just like, nah, I just hang out in front of liquor stores now. That's what I do. That's my fun. I, I, I play Hey Mister, but I'm 27, so mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I can go by my own Hey beer. Mister, you want to watch me buy alcohol? No. You sure? Can you buy me a water, actually? It's, I'm fine buying Four Locos, but can you get me a water? Hey, mister, can you make an offer on this building? I'd like to buy it, but I'm too young. They don't want to accept anyone under 30 to buy this place. So that dovetails into nicely. Go watch. Uh, Shane hasn't watched it yet, so won't, we won't talk about it further. Go watch Inventing Anna on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be taken seriously in business and to buy buildings mm-hmm. as a 20-something-year-old German faux heiress. Yeah. Incredible show. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you drinking? So I am drinking... Uh, the Exorcist. Okay. From Clown Shoes. Okay. What is it? I don't know. It what is it... a dry hop stout. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That falls into the ale family of beers. It uh, does. Um, it I'm is well very good. Now. I'm so. I know everything about beer now. It's a sneaky eight percent, which I did not expect Ooh. at nine p.m. But we're cruising. That should probably I, I, be also eight. I'm at ten. Actually, that's a 10? this is a ten percent. Well, these, it's a margarita. These canned cocktails. I swear, it's just the wild, wild west out here. Mm-hmm. I can tell you. I can tell you what the, the highest alcohol per volume uh, drink we got at uh, Sam Adams. Is it a Utopia? It it is Uto- Utopias. Utopias. Yeah, Utopias. Clocking in at twenty nine percent. So wait, I A S or like O U S? Uh, I S. Utopias. Okay. Yeah. I think we're just saying Utopia wrong, but that's fine. We do have a Utopia. We have other things that are Utopia, but that is the Utopias. Oh, at, the Utopias is twenty nine percent. Yep, twenty nine percent. Okay. Have yeah. you ever had Brian Scalabrini's drink? No. Scales lemonade? No. Uh, so if you find it at your local friendly liquor store, mm-hmm. this is non-spawn. Uh, they're 18%. They mm-hmm. come in a 12-ounce slim can. And it's like drinking, I think I did the math. It is drinking I, five shots? or Five or six shots basically in a can. I'm, I'll, I'll double check my math on that. It might be three shots in a can. Well, Utopias is like cognac. Yeah, but this I, if you and I roll up to a house party with, mm-hmm. uh, I've seen a, a bottle of of the Utopia collection. Yep. Uh, we're, it's not going to end well for anybody. No. No. This but I can buy a four pack of 18% lemonades and, I don't know, get lost in the woods somewhere. True. Okay. Eighth, genera- any eighth generation yeaster. Are you an eighth generation yeaster? No, I'm a fucking first generation nothing. I don't think anyone in my family has done the same job generation to generation. I was told not to be, uh, to carry that forward. My father also was like, do not go into the automotive industry, Shane. And I was like, but I can make money as a salesman. And he put me against the wall and said, don't do it. I don't want to do this. I cannot tell you how many times I have to help people find a car. And they'd say, oh, but do you have anything other than Subarus? No. We work at Subaru. So, yeah. But I'll tell my son the following comedy. Wow. I won't. I won't. I hope by the time we both have sons, it's, there's, there's... Or daughters. Well, but now we have children of any kind. Or animal children at this point dogs probably um, I'll, no i'll push my dog in the comedy 
I'll tell that. I'll tell that fucking thing. That, like, no, nah, no, be funny. No, nah, you're gonna be a TikTok star, my friend. This TikTok is how I'll make star. money. Yeah, 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 tic- yeah. TikTok dogs, maybe fine. Yeah, TikTok dog. He'll be set for his entire short life, and then I'll well, be set the thing, for so I was like through work. I was uh, we were talking to a, a, a TikTok dog. No, a t- oh. technology company, and they were explaining what they offer to like the industry, the financial service industry, and they're like, yeah, we do. Um, trust and all that stuff and they're like oh one thing you can add is a, a pet trust which is yeah. I, I looked it up it's a thing mm-hmm. uh for those of you who are like in, a, in the estate planning and wills process welcome to our podcast uh this is what we talk about and uh <laughs> they just saw us scrolling through spotify they go this might be about estates hold on let yeah, me just listen we to- might need to do some estate planning <laughs> let me start on the 85th episode right now i bet they'll talk about estates right off the bat they're going to be incredible to talk to um but they you can you can add provisions for your tr- your pets and who will take care of them yeah. and you can set money aside yeah. to take care of your pets i'm not shocked by that I'm not shocked by it, but imagine like, let's say, 60 years from now. You okay, get hold call. on, hold on. I need a second. I need yeah, to imagine yeah. myself. Posi- at- position yourself on the spot. I'm 88 years old now. Okay, got it. Yep. Shit. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, all right, whatever. Nope, so I'm 88 and years you, old now. Someone calls you and goes, uh, Hello? Hello, I'm picking up my giant phone because I need a big phone to see all the buttons. Yes, okay, hello. Uh, <laughs> it's the executor of my will. Oh my God! Is, I hope my good friend Stephen Cruz is okay. That's no, why you're calling me. No, he's, he's okay. very much uh, not with us anymore. Um, no, but the the great part is Shane that he's bequeathed his dog to you. Oh my God! Snozzles? Yeah, Snozzles. Snozzles is my dog now. Oh my God! I feel so his, his lucky. His 14 year old uh, Australian Shepherd Snozzles is now your problem. Oh my, Kathy! Pick up the phone. Pick up the other line. Pick up the other line, Kathy. Um, and then it's just like, well, oh now. My God. Now you got to take care of his pet. Oh, well, I'll look after but Snozzles. But I've, I've left, I've left, I've bequeathed money to Snozzles. I'm not going to take that money because I'm offended that you thought I would need it. All right? I I'm 88 to... years old, Scuba. All right? I am financially set. My own children who have followed not in my footsteps can support me and this dog. Me and Snozzles and my wife, Kathy, we will, we will have a wonderful life without your money. Okay? That's fine. It's just for Snozzles. It's not for you. Snozzles doesn't need your money anymore, all right? Because let me tell you, when he first walked into my my lovely home that I have, because I've got a new life, because I'm 88 and I can have a home by that point in my life. When Snozzles came in, didn't even think a second about you. He was already in my face, licking my face, going, "Oh, mm, my 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 new master." He even said it. He learned English to say, "You're my new master, Shane." He doesn't even want your money. He he took your money, took a shit on your money. That's fine. That's I'm what just, Snozzles thinks you know about how you. The, the trust process works on a uh, on. Pets. He's my dog now. That's fine. I'm gonna teach him all the tricks you didn't want to teach him. Would you, how many tricks is too many tricks for a dog? There's not enough. Not enough. No. I need a I need a trick for every hand gesture I could possibly do. To go up, down, mm-hmm. roll over. No, no more complicated hand gestures for simpler tricks. <laughs> I want to look like a, a third base coach signaling to the runner like you should steal, and that's me just saying paw. <laughs> all right. I want I want the dog shoulder shoulder mm-hmm. elbow. Inside Touch thigh. the brim of the hat, then tap the brim of the hat, then take the hat off, rustle my hair. People at that point think, oh, the signal's over. He's not doing anything. Put the hat back on, start tapping again the brim. But it's it's not how many times I tap, it's the tempo. That's what the bass oh, runner's watching. for speed. Yeah, he's he's cu- cu- uh, counting to himself. That's 111 beats per minute. Got it. Okay, steal on the second pitch. Got it. Yeah. Okay, that's what you want your dog to do, though. Yeah, my dog, not your dog anymore. Make sure you make sure you get that right. My dog. Snozzles. Okay. Snozzles is my dog now. You like that Snozzles that I threw out of nowhere? That's a good one. That's a good... You ever just think about dog names? No, I have a life. 
I have a job, Stephen. Unlike you, I work, okay? I don't get to just hang out in my apartment all day and do nothing. I have a job where I have to commute, and I have to focus on my guests. They're my focus. I have a very long commute. It's roughly... Theoretically, I could have a zero-foot commute yeah, if I exactly. really try. Actually, I might try that yeah. tomorrow morning. Uh, us here in the employed world, uh, we'd like to talk to you, uh, Scuba. Why don't you get a job? If I angle my chair the right way, it is a zero-inch commute. It, like, I just, this do, would be great. You do nothing. I, I wake up every day at like 10-ish, and I, I had to go to my job <laughs> and drive. Sometimes, sometimes I have to wake up at 8 because I have my work at 11. Okay, I can understand how that would be difficult for you. That's really... that. Let me tell you, even though I've only been at this job for like three weeks, on Saturdays when I have to be there at 11, I'm just like, I fucking hate this place. Like, That's, but it, not, that's like any job, though. That's true, but then I get there about five minutes after I walk in. They're like, here, have a whole beer. It's like, this is a great job. I love this place so much. Everyone's so nice here. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. It's so great. I love it. So we have a trailer of the week this week. Yes. Well, it's an older trailer of the week this week. It's new to us. It's new to us because we're recording due to some scheduling difficulties. We also saw a movie tonight, which mm-hmm. we'll get to. As soon as yes. we're done with this trailer, mm-hmm. uh, the trailer of the week this week is the trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Directed by Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. This is only the second Marvel movie that during the trailer they say who the director is. Can you guess the first really? one? Really? I'll give you this. It's a more recent Marvel film. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, that means I'm not going to know. Gemma, uh, Gemma Chan. Nope. She starred in it. Shit. Chloe Zhao. Thank you. Chloe's out. She's the only other director to be named uh, in the trailer. Honestly, good riddance. Mm -hmm. Like, good for, I think it's important. I think also it's shifting. I saw this, I saw a a pseudo meme, a pseudo conversation, I think, on Twitter that was like, we're now entering the point of like superhero movies where they're all in the same space. Mm -hmm. But like, this one's about death. Yep. This one's about like the the world is an egg. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting more important that like, we're beyond, I think, the basic, like, hey, go save New York, yep. and then, like, go save the world. Mm-hmm. And I think in that same vein, the directing is going to get different, and the quality is going to... It's actually improved over time, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to improve even more, and having someone like Chloe Zhao directing, yep. who recently won an Oscar, huge. Yep. Who do you think will get name-dropped uh, uh, next, either Taika Waititi or James Gunn? Taika Waititi. Yep. James Gunn's already been in the ringer twice. But his name wasn't in the trailer. That's what I'm saying right now. Who exactly. Do you That's what I'm saying. He's already been through the ringer twice. Mm-hmm. Guardians 1, Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. Not in that. Mm-hmm. He is in the opening credits for Peacemaker, which we should talk about briefly yep. as well, if we have time. We'll, yeah, we'll have time. You don't think we'll have time? You never know. All right. And uh, but time is a gift. Um, Taika Waititi for Thor 11 Thunder, will mm. I, I, I believe, will be the next one if we don't see one before then. Yep. All right. Okay, I'll hold you I'm to just that. saying. I'm gonna hold you to that. That's fine. But anyway, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. We get a trailer. A lot more trailer. details in this. Um, pretty much what we pick up in this is that once again, the multiverse is falling apart. Yep. Uh, Doctor Strange is the blame. Wong is upset about it. Uh, Strange goes to see Wanda. Yep. Wanda is also upset about a lot of things, um, including as she should be. No, no, not. Saying unrightfully, uh, she's upset, especially the big thing in the line, which has been made into a thousand memes at this point, of being like, you do something wrong and you become a hero. I do something wrong and I'm a villain. Is that fair? And there's been plenty of memes that I've quite enjoyed. You created uh, a that... sitcom, Wanda. Yeah. Just in case. I just like all the memes that were just like, I, I did bad things. I'm sorry. And it's just strange. You're like, I don't, I don't care about that at all. I don't. I'm just here. I need your help for my movie. Um, 
But then that's, I would say, the gist, or at least the main part of the trailer that we get. Then there's some other things that we'll go uh, diving into. Yep. Um, what do you want to talk about first about this trailer? Uh, we see our first view of real life uh, Doctor Evil Strange. Yep. Uh, Supreme Strange, Super, as he's known Supreme as. Supreme Strange yep. uh, from What If. We mm-hmm. get our first real life look at him. Though, I, I definitely, it probably has been. Is is that confirmed that at, that is Supreme Strange from the What If show and not just an Evil Strange I'm going to go with it's the what if strange. I think mm-hmm. it's the most logical explanation. No, problem. There could be others, but I also think it's, um, I think what if is going to be slowly rolled in as like, this is part of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And rather than give you shows that show the multiverse, we're mm-hmm. going to give you different spots. Mm-hmm. And we, this is what we got animated spots of the yep. multiverse. Different voice actors in some cases, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yep. But I think that's what'll how it'll, it'll tie in. We mm-hmm. didn't think it would in the beginning. It was like, yep. oh, these are cool little animated, like one-offs, like yep. vignettes. But I believe in a fractured part of the trailer, you do see uh, Captain Carter's shield. In the poster you do on a piece of glass, you yep. see her uh, uh, Union Jack shield. Yep. So you see, and folks have gone through that poster with like a 16,000x microscope mm-hmm. and figured out like every like glinting piece in the glass. Um, there's some talk that Patrick Stewart's voice is in the trailer. Not, I wouldn't say some talks, a lot of talks. There's a lot of talks to the point where he's denying it. He's he is denying, he's denying it. it. He's denying it because he has to. Exactly. I would say like Andrew Garfield denied a lot. Um. So that's. Do you think they have a clause in their contracts where it's like if you can deny until the launch, you get a bonus? Because I would do that to my people. I don't think I don't think that's the same. Because that's something like in football, like or in sports, like that, like clause or like oh if you make this many yards you'll get like a bonus i don't think they do that in movies especially because like i would a thousand percent do it well, of course yeah you would and especially if they're like you'll get a gross of the film like for sure make that deal but i don't think they do that for movies more so because it's just like how how do you really that's a tough one though because they could very you could very easily have them be like oh i told a friend during dinner and that friend told their yoga instructor and the yoga instructor told tmz and it's like well you don't get your extra fifty thousand dollars for your one day of work you did it could be an honor situation you never know true but i'm about 90 percent sure even more so that that, that was patrick stewart so uh, talking about that moment in the trailer uh strange is being escorted into a very nice building it looks almost like a museum of a lot of different artifacts all over yep. the place by what looks to be ultron droids or drones true not 100 percent the exact design but very at least the closest thing we've had since then walking into a council of some kind and then that's when we hear uh patrick stewart's voice not as don't see his face of just be like i think it's time he's told um which i believe because we see that captain carter in the uh, poster i yep. think that's gonna be like a council of multiversal people who oh, look over everything okay. and i think that's where maybe captain carter might show up because i mean i think it'd be weirder if captain carter just shows up and like becomes not a sidekick, but like a partner in crime during the fighting, as opposed to she's a part of this council because we saw her part of the Guardians of the Multiverse already. So to yep. me, it would be a logical step to be like, oh, she was approached again to be like, what do you want to be on the Council of Multiversal? Well, do you think Supreme Strange is then also part of the Council of Multiverse people? Or is he still trapped in that weird little time vault thing? I think he's still trapped because where we've seen him in the trailer is in like a decrepit looking uh, yep. sanctum, sanctorum. And once again, he was supposed to be watching over that microverse that's holding the infinity gauntlet ultron and the killmonger uh with the infinity stuff so i think that's just his world and maybe he's finally like built it i was like i'm gonna give myself a house i'm not gonna be in this so that's the thing i like do you think if you're floating in the endless void of space do you think you have the ability to build yourself a house i think he does i mean we've seen that supreme strange eat an explosion that wiped out the universe 
So I think I he, assume he could build himself a house. You're right. Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. And I also don't think like the watcher would be like, "Oh, hey, don't don't build a house. Could you make sure not to build a house in this? Please don't build a house." Yeah, I think very reasonably. I think like no, he can have a house because also like you see in the trailer like through the window like it's just an empty void. It's yeah. like I think. I think something to keep yourself sane would be like, I need a house just so I'm not always looking at this void so I can at least like turn my back to it. I kind of imagine like it's not technology. You're just like, Alexa, make a house. Mm, yeah. Alexa, make the house look decrepit. But we do see uh, Supreme Strange or at least an evil strange in there. Yep. We also see a brief, uh, actually you see it more in a, a TV spot, but it's been shown, but a Defender Strange who seems to be a strange who's just gotten it all right, hasn't done anything wrong. Mm. And then also a zombie strange, which is nice. Uh, what if? What what if? But also, I think that's a great like Sam Raimi thing to be like. I'm gonna do like some monster stuff and have zombies. It is definitely going to be a horror esque movie. Yep. And I've heard there's a three hour rated R cut and a two hour rated PG thirteen cut. Mm. I doubt Disney will ever release that three hour rated R cut. We won't see it. Very. The I think the only way that'll happen would be like DVD release at most. Like there's the like and even then I feel Disney would be like oh, we don't want to show it. Like we want to keep this hush hush. Yeah, I think, well, part of it, too, comes from the idea that, like, they do own Fox now. Yep. Um, and that it does bring Deadpool and mm-hmm. the rated R version of Deadpool to the space, which is interesting. I think that'll be the only rated R thing Disney delves into is Deadpool. Because they feel, I think that's, to for them and for, I think, a lot of audiences, like, what else really needs to be rated R? Like, everything else, I think, True. can get around PG-13. But even though there was the different cut of Deadpool 2 that was PG-13, it's like... Yeah, yeah. Deadpool. Was that the Christmas one? Was that what that was? was it, it, it was released one? around Christmas, I think. Um, but like, I think that's the only thing that they'll do rated R, simply because. And even though like you can't do the character without swearing, it's like sooner or later you need Deadpool to say fuck. Like, oh yeah, more, more than once in a movie. Which actually, we'll talk about the movie that we did see. No one said it once. I was expecting at least one. Yeah, there was nothing mm-hmm. of the sort to eat. Like I feel like the MPA saw it. And we're like, this is PG thirteen just for action. And yeah, nothing else. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we could get a rated R cut somewhere. I think it's interesting. I also the one thing that's very interesting about folks at home, I don't know if you've realized mm-hmm. this yet, but Disney now owns Ice Age. Yep. And that's kind of crazy to me to log into Disney Plus but you can watch Ice Age. Yeah. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like DreamWorks, one of DreamWorks pinnacle properties for a long time. Yep. Also co owned apparently by Fox. Mm-hmm. Yep. No more. These Blue Sky production is who made it, and I think Fox bought out Blue Sky. See, this is the problem we're gonna have where like every streaming service has everything. Pretty much. Well, I mean, that's why every other month uh, Harry Potter is either on HBO Max or Peacock. Yep. Which I hate because every time I'm like, I just want to watch one of these Harry Potter movies. Nope, I got to get Peacock subscription. I'm not doing that. Well, that's like Free Guy mm-hmm. came out recently. Yep. And that's on like every streaming service. Yeah. I don't know how it got to everything, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if maybe I just saw an Apple TV <clears> and they aggregate everything else. But Maybe. I do know it's on Disney+. Plus. It is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That's where I saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. King's Man also came out, which I do need to see. I think it's on May- Hulu. Maybe the reason why... And HBO at Max, actually. Maybe the reason Free Guys are on so many things is because in that movie, there are so many references to other properties, so like they all get like a chance at streaming it. Because that, That's how they did it? Well, no. Well, not that's how they did it, but like, I, actually, I wouldn't be shocked because there's a scene in the movie. Have you seen Free Guy? I have not. Video game guy, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a mild... like. Well, not a mild. There's a very obvious Marvel reference, technically, too, like, back-to-back. Yeah. Like, part of me wouldn't be shocked if Disney was like, oh, like, yeah, to do that, but we want to have, like, Free Guy on the streaming at one point. Like, I would... That, to me, see... Because the thing that I was telling someone uh, during the Super Bowl, I was talking about how Al Michaels made the switch from ABC Network to NBC. Yep. 
because Disney wanted to get back the rights to Lucky the Rabbit from NBC. So they that's why Al Michaels went to NBC. A cartoon character was why Al Michaels went to NBC. It wasn't I mean, he definitely got like a wheelbarrow full of Oh no, like he that. definitely for sure was compensated. But, but the, imagine imagine if I came to you and said, Hey, we need to trade you to a different like a company and you're yeah. like, they're gonna get <laughs> it's the fucking semi pro thing where it's like they <laughs> Boston They're getting a washer. Needed, Boston needed a washing machine, so we're going to send a point guard to uh, Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan. Thank yeah. you, the Flint, Michigan Tropics. Yep. That's how that feels. Yeah. And what's worse is that Disney hasn't done anything with Lucky the Rabbit since. No, I think the who old, the fuck is Lucky the Rabbit? He was created before Mickey Mouse. So okay. He was like Disney's like first like kind of. I wouldn't even call it like a mascot even because like at that point like he wasn't well, a first friend. like premier character exactly character but then like then they made Mickey Mouse and everyone was like oh what's this Steamboat Willie this is way entertaining you ever watch the old stuff on Disney Plus N- not on Disney Plus but I've seen some of the older stuff yeah that and older Looney Tunes still pretty good we talked about Boomerang a couple Looney weeks Tunes ago. for sure I would say holds up for yeah, Looney Tunes Treasure Island has like a stuck mm-hmm. point in my no. mind. I can like recall significant parts of that film, and I don't know why. And it might be my mentoring candidate. Do you know why Looney Tunes know. was created? No. Warner Brothers had a giant catalog of orchestral music, so they wanted to do something with it. That's why it's called Looney Tunes. Tunes because oh, of the songs. Music. Yep. And that's why when you watch any Looney Tunes, it's always like great like music and all these orchestral stuff. Because Warner Brothers was like, well, what do we do with this? And some... <laughs> Schmuck animator was like, I got a rabbit. And they're like, sure. Just... I got a duck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a pig with a stutter. Well, we'll hold on. He can just do something at the end. He doesn't have to do much, but he can just say goodbye. He'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, exactly. You'll but that's something. why Looney Tunes was made because they're like, we got all this music. What are we going to do with it? Like, no one wants to just listen to all this. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So back to Dr. Multiverse Strange, Madness. Madness. <laughs> this looks great. This Looney Tunes good. will probably be in it. Um, I'm excited for Sam Raimi to get his yep. directorial debut in the Marvel Universe be- beyond okay, thank the you. first two Spider-Man. Three. First three? He did all three. You know, the, fir- the third one makes a lot more sense now. Why? It feels like everything I've heard about Sam Raimi, the first two don't really reflect... But then once you add the horror aspects of uh, Venom, well, he didn't even want to do Venom. You don't? Do you not know any like this? This? I do, no, I, I'm not. I did not read the oral history. I'll give you the briefest rundown of it. Free time. But he did. He wanted to be uh, just the lizard. No, not sorry, not the lizard. Uh, new Goblin in just yep. Sandman. But then it was Ar- uh, Avi Arid, whoever the screw, whatever the guy, the producer, big name in all Spider-Man, who's done like all the cartoons, but who's yep. very businessman first okay he was like no put venom in it and he's like i don't want to put venom like i don't have any like connection in sam raimi said like i don't have any connection to the character he's not anyone i read he came out years later when i was already yep. in, like my 20s and 30s and he's like people want venom so that's why venom's in it and that's why like if you watch that movie that's why the first like good half of it is like new goblin then sandman then like a good middle chunk is just Venom. Yep. Then Venom goes away. Then we try and focus back in on New Goblin and Sandman, and then it just ends with and Venom's there to uh, have this fight. And that's also why, uh, uh, not Mary J. Went Mary Jane Watts. That's a character. Kirsten Dunst didn't want to do the movie in, because she was worried I'd just be a damsel in distress again in the third act. And okay. Sam was like, "You're not. Don't worry." But that was before Venom got added. And once uh, Venom got added, yeah. they're like, "Well, now what do we do?" And then Abby was like, "Have Mary Jane get kidnapped." And, like, supposedly... Just do the same bit. Yeah, and supposedly throughout the entire production, like, during those scenes we're shooting where it's like, okay, you're in a car that's hanging from these wires. Like, Sam, in between takes, was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I know you didn't want to do this. I didn't want to make you have to do this again. Like, your character deserves more than, once again, just being stuck and, like, having to be saved. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. 
But yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Wanda's, Looks great. Yep. Def, this will be a movie. Wait, did we see the movie tonight in IMAX? Was that IMAX we saw it in? We did see our movie this evening in IMAX. This will be a movie that for sure we'll want to see in IMAX. Doctor Strange, much like the last one, a lot of visuals I expect needing to see a wide scope of it. Um, do you think the rumors are true that we will see Tom Cruise as a superior Iron Man in this movie? The idea of it makes me uncomfortable. I hadn't seen these rumors. For, I can understand a the superior un- Iron Man. Superior Iron Man in the comics brief synopsis of him is that he made an Iron Man suit made out of symbiotic like technology, like Venom. Okay. But they made him like a little more edgier and evil. <clears throat> like the big thing that he did in that in that comic run was he essentially made like a nanite thing that like made everyone like buff and healthy and then turned it off and was like, Oh, you gotta pay a monthly charge if you want it. And like people Wow, like, like every subscription service ever. Yeah, pretty much. Um But Lop, that's the rumor that Tom Cruise. I can understand that feeling weird because you're like, no, it's Robert Downey Jr. But I'm at, like, if it is him, like, cool because he was supposed to play Iron Man as yeah. well. But like, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, it has to be Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. is not coming back to play Iron Man for Delphal. a, a very long time. Yeah, until like the, my best guess is if they do a Secret Wars movie. Other than that, he's not coming back because maybe Armor Wars cameo. I don't even know because like cameo. I, even with the cameo, I his don't... His head's going to pop up. I guarantee it. I don't know. It's I mean, going to be Rhodey, so his head's going to pop up. I'd be more, like, believing in, like, just stock photos of him. Like, I really don't even oh, think... Oh, a thousand percent stock photos. I don't think he'll show up anytime soon. Could be an AI inside Rhodey's head. That would be fucking awesome. I, mm, that would be fucking awesome. It would be, but I don't actually think... I don't think uh, Rhodey would want that, because that'd be a weird, like... Oh, terrible. No, it would be terrible. Would that be like, when I'm taking care of your dog, Snozzles... You know, when you're 88... Yeah, when I'm 88, taking care of snozzles. And then, like, you know, I've buried you. I've mourned you. I've yep. tried to move on. And then I just hear in my ear, hey, Shane, uh, the weather today is 68. I go, nah, I don't like this. I don't like my dead friend's voice just talking to me. That would be fucking hysterical if my dog's collar was just like an Alexa, but for my voice. Yeah, no. Um, I I don't think Robbie Downey is showing up anytime. So I, I kind of hope Tom Cruise pops up as the superior item. That's the rumor. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I just see the thing is I'm I'm imagining... I'm imagining uh, Tom Cruise in a in a Iron Man suit, mm. but much like Buzz Lightyear toys, mm. uh, like he has the purple sock on his head. Yep. Uh, Tom Cruise has got a silver sock around his head, but it's slightly thicker mm-hmm. than like a sock, so it's like mm-hmm. a defined outline around the majority of Tom Cruise's face. Well, I was gonna say, uh, kind of like a gigantic silver dildo. Supreme Iron Man's face is exposed in the suit, so you see his face. That's it, just his face. Well, he wears like it almost looks like. If you were wearing a helmet, but there's no top and no face mask, so like there's a, a crown. Not even it's not even really even like a crown. Like it's yeah. not like like diamonds or anything, but it's just like a crown around his forehead, and then you see the exposed face. Okay, because, yeah, this still works. Because the other thing is that in the trailer you see someone flying around with orangey blue energy, mm-hmm. which some people have speculated is that a variant of Captain Marvel. Will it be Spectrum, who we saw in Wandavision? Yep. Um, the comic writer who did uh, Superior Iron Man. Like made a big tweet. He's like, I've been getting a lot of tweets coming at me. I just want to say, and this isn't meant to like cause any uh, conflict or anything, but we originally intended in the comic to have Superior Iron Man when powering up have an orangey blue like aura around him, which is just like interesting. Yeah, and the reason like then we heard on that was like it just was too much to, like to draw over and over again to like have a weird like because it looked more like he was on fire and less like aura within. But it's, it's like, yeah. but he's just like. So I'm not saying that's now Superior he's Iron Man in the movie. The yeah, of course he's he's more so like I really like people to read the Superior Iron Man run again. It's not that great of a run. It's kind of weird because at one point he gives Daredevil the ability to see again and then takes it away from him. And it's like they never. Really Dude, this guy sounds like an absolute menace. Well, yeah, because he's using a symbiote 
version of, of an Iron Man suit, and that, of course, brings out your evil tendencies unless you have a perfect match to the symbiote like Eddie Brock does or Flash Thompson. Or me. You do not have a perfect... Ah! Um, but yeah, Multiverse of Madness comes out May 6th, mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly doubt that will be delayed again. No. And see it see it in theaters. Definitely see it in IMAX. I don't believe you'll be able to see it outside of theaters, so you're going to have to see it in theaters. Yeah. Which is a decent experience. At least days. not for 45 days, and then it'll be on Disney+. Plus. Seems like a short window. But that's what they do now. It is. It, it, it is. It's just a short window. Yeah, of course. There's only 45 chances to see the movie, Shane. Uh, that's only 45 days to see it. You have plenty of chances. You can you can see it as many times as it's playing that day. I mean, theoretically, how many times do you see a movie in a day? Probably like four or five. I'd assume four. I think you can knock out five. If the movie theater opens at 11, that's two-hour uh, runnings. But that depends that there's a staggering too. You have to do like a little. You have to model it out with. A I time it out. I find the right theater. I find the right theater. You find the right theater. So you don't, you can isolate yourself to one theater. You're not going to include drive time between close to theaters that no. can maximize your time. What nope. if one theater is open later, opens earlier? How nope. are you going to move? Just one theater. Just one okay. theater. Lock it in. Interesting. Because I feel if I'm there enough, they'll just go, "Hey, we can just do another screening for you. You're you've been here. You've been run here it f- back. You've been here for 37 days straight, sir. You get one free screening at any time you want. Okay, put it after the last screening of the night, and then just, you know what. Just skip over the credits at at my one, and then just start it all up again. Keep it, yeah. keep the film rolling. Just keep it going. I want to, I want to see the cigarette burn in the sides of the frames. So that said, yeah, we are also wrapping up a TV show that we've been watching, mm-hmm. Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final episode came out last Thursday. Mm-hmm. We're launching into a week since Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, enjoyed the final, the final episode being called "Cow or Never." Um, premise of this episode, they're going after the cow. The cow being what the aliens uh, get their food from. The butterflies. Yep, the butterflies. Thank you. Um, I enjoyed this episode. A, a decent amount of action. Um, I'm glad that they did kind of touch upon the events of the last episode, that being uh, Peacemaker taking his father's life. Yep. Um, which will be interesting because the show has been greenlit for a second season. It which has. also was confirmed that uh, James Gunn will direct and write every episode. Which is interesting for his other projects that he has going on because he does have a, quite a few other projects right now. Well, I was going to say he's working on Guardians Volume 3 right now. Yep. But I think after that, I don't think he's had anything like announced. I think it's it's uh, I think it's all like in the idea. The, mm-hmm. like, he ha- he's attached to this. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, for sure. To, like, the, I saw, I saw like, someone made it, like an image of it on Twitter and it was like, the Guardians Winter Special. Well, that's real. I know, but like, but he's doing that, yeah. yeah he, he already did oh. that. I think he did that, and then Guardians uh, Three. Okay, sorry, done. Yeah, because that's all. I think. That's when a, will that come out? Am I gonna watch Holidays? In no, it's, I think it's supposed to be like a Christmas, like re- it's a Christmas uh, thing. Okay. And I think also that's I think gonna be like an hour long. It's not like a movie. It's not like a full feature length. And then I think the only other thing that he has been announced to it is like the I Am Groot like cartoon TV Suicide show. Suicide Squad Two. If it would be the Suicide Three, but that hasn't been confirmed to be uh, greenlit. True. Okay. I wouldn't be shocked if. I, rather, I would be shocked if Warner Brothers did not go through with a third. But I think also... I mean, I think the reboot still... We should reset the timer at one, but that's just me. No, absolutely. I completely agree. Though I was going to say, something that happens at the end of this Peacemaker episode, James Gunn has addressed it and how there's been a lot of things that Warner Brothers essentially wouldn't allow him to do. Um, but I don't want to get right into what happens, that thing that I'm talking about. Let's talk more about the full episode. The full episode. Yes. Uh... Once again, really nice episode. We had uh, some nice character moments where we get to see a little bit more uh, emotionals. Economos has a nice scene where he has to be sent into the field. 
um, and then has to admit to the whole Such a great scene. Yeah, why the dye beard? Like, what's going on with that? And he, it's it's a sad scene, but it's a nice scene where he says like, I dyed my beard, and I never thought anyone would notice until some guy recently has just been calling out on me constantly. <laughs> To then have the other butterflies be like, humans are weird. All right, keep going. Um, humans are strange. Yep. Oh, we got to see a few other helmets. Uh, the Scabies helmet came back. Um, the Sonic Boom helmet. Uh, we had the anti-gravity helmet, which was, that yep. was a nice scene. You're like, did you say activate anti-gravity? I didn't think he was that sensitive. It is, all right? It knows your voice. And I liked... Uh, the human torpedo. Yep, the human torpedo tournament. But I was going to say, I like uh, the part where... Not Economos, uh, Vigilante's like... Hey man, if you're being sarcastic, you gotta give me some warning. Like I don't know, because he's like, he says like, oh, it's not like I just killed the only person that can make it. No, you did kill the. I know that. Well, uh, I, yeah, let me know about this sarcasm. Um, but then we have a great shootout where the team goes and kills all the butterflies, or uh, kills a large majority of them. Mm-hmm. To then have Peacemaker go and try and stop the cow to get pinned under some rubble. Which when that happened, my first I was like, that's not believable. But then remembering. Oh no, he that happened in the Suicide Squad. He got well. That's what I immediately thought back to you when I saw that. I was like, okay, we're so now we're gonna have a nice little flash cut. I wouldn't have been shocked by the flat, the like a flashback, but I at least was like, oh no, that makes sense. That's why he survived. Like we now we canonically know he survives this. Um, Vigilante gets shot and passes out. Yep. Harcourt gets hit. She uh, doesn't pass out, but she hits the ground. Uh, to then have Edbio go to try and save them, and then also Economos try to back him up, but then immediately break his leg that was yeah it was funny but also like i was like oh my god huh uh but then to have goff the the leader of the butterflies try and convince peacemaker to save them um which i really like that scene because during the whole her the speech being like we took an oath to protect ourselves and to try and help you people he's getting flashbacks of himself making the oath yep and i think that's why and he doesn't actually say why like when he's asked, like, why did you do it? He's like, oh, like I knew you got, you, they would just betray like me and just kill. It's like I think the reason is being that he made an oath and he knew the horrible things that he did from doing said oath. So he's like, I'm not I can't do trust. it again. Yeah, I'm not gonna make this oath, but let alone I'm not gonna trust anyone that's made this oath. Yep. Uh, to then kill the cow using Edibio with the human torpedo uh, helmet, uh, which was a great way. And I also think that's like his. That's what made him like forgive her. Be like, okay, now we're even. Like, I shot you into this alien. I didn't even know you were gonna make it out. Like, cool, you're good now. We're all set. To then have the team walk away from the the incident to then have the big cameo, yep. which is that the Justice League shows up. Well, they did call for the Justice League at one point. They they did yes. Uh, and I li- I do like that scene as well when Edibio was talking to Amanda Waller and like mom, like, and she just keeps saying mom over and over again. And then even like Carcorp being like Roger, mom, like yeah, got Tell it, mom. Uh, but we have the Justice League appear, majority in silhouette. We only see Superman and Wonder Woman in silhouette. Yep. But then we see, at, for real, Aquaman and The Flash. That was a really great scene. Uh, I liked hearing stories from like James Gunn being like, how did you get them? And he's like, I called uh, Jason, and Jason was a fan. And I was in, I was worried to tell him that the joke is that y- you have sex with fish. But he laughed, and he's like, totally. And then Ezra Miller was supposedly just a big fan of James Gunn. Okay. Was, and just as soon as he was like asked, he was like, I don't care. Like, I don't, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. And like, he just shot, they supposedly just shot their scenes like separately, just real quick. Yep. But it's a nice scene of just like, oh, I want that rumor to stop. And he's like, it's not a rumor. And then to have quite true to have canonically Aquaman say "fuck you, Barry." Um, the thing that I was mentioning earlier was supposedly there was a stand-in for Batman and Cyborg there, okay. but they were both scrubbed. And the reason uh, James Gunn said was he couldn't go into too many details, but just being like Warner Brothers has plans, and I wasn't allowed to show them because of said plans. 
I think the Batman being because they don't really know what they're going to do with the Batman, with Bat Bat Pattinson. Bat Bat Pattinson. And then the Batgirl show has Michael Keaton Batman as well. And I don't... I'm guessing that show might be like the send-off to Batman. Like, this will be the final times we see him suited up as Michael Keaton Batman. Maybe. Probably. Well, because there, you can find a set photo of like, they released of like him, not him in the suit, but the stuntman in the suit. Yep. So... I think that show will be like him be like, I'm done being Batman now, Batgirl's Batman. Yep. Cyborg, I have no idea what they're doing with that. Um, but they just... Could just, be something. You never know. He I, could get something. No, absolutely. But it, that was like his reading. It's like, I couldn't show them because Warner Brothers has their own plans. Um, it makes sense. Yep. But then the season ends with Edibio acknowledging to the world that Task Force, Task Force X exists. Yep. That there was an alien invasion of the butterflies. She essentially clears Peacemaker's name, or at least, like, for the most part, be like, he wasn't the big bad and yep. all that. Harcourt's in rehab. Economist goes back to Belle Reve to just do more tech stuff. Vigilante escapes out of a window. And then Peacemaker is at home with Eagly, and his father's now haunting him as a, a ghost. Which is kind of funny when you see Harcourt stumbles upon him as they're searching for the Sonic Boom helmet. Mm-hmm. And that's just, he gets into that nice yelling match with mm-hmm. the, the ghost, ghost of his father. It's nice. Yep. It's yep. not bad. No, absolutely. And though in a way like that's he did find the helmet because of that that yelling, so that was. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting now going with the second season how much they'll use that of like his father just always being over there Killed with him, ghosting him. Absolutely. Um, I did admit, uh, I did admit, I do admit that like I thought uh, vigilante might have been turned into a butterfly because okay. he gets shot, passes out, and then walks away. Or like at the end, he gets back up. But they then show him again like passing out of the hospital, and I saw some comments online like he jumped out of the window. I'm like. Yeah, but like that's vigil like vigilante doesn't actually care. Remember an episode before where he took a grenade and let it off in front of him? Like he doesn't care. Yeah. Cuz even then like in the hospital he's like, "I'm fine. I just got to take a nap." But it's like, "No, man. Like you need to get medical attention. You're you're injured." Yeah. Um we also had in this episode the first uh, acknowledgement that Green Arrow exists within the DCEU. Yep. A uh, great acknowledgement that he's a brony who goes to comic conventions and uh a four inch wide butthole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you see the tweet that Stephen Amell did about that? No. Someone tweeted at Stephen Amell like, "Hey, did you see like what this is that they said about you on Peacemaker?" And he goes, "No, sorry, I've been busy. I've been trying to show John Cena what wrestling's really about because he has the show uh, Heel on show uh, yep. Stars or whatnot." And I was like, "Ooh, that's a good burn." And I would really like to see like some event where it's John Cena and Stephen Amell in a wrestling ring. Like, I don't care. Like, that'd be nice. Yeah. But um, that's Peacemaker. Great. I thought the first season was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely agreed. Great show. Mm-hmm. I still believe that the opening credits are everybody being taken over by butterflies because of the jerky mm-hmm. movements, but yep. very campy. Very great show. I think it had a lot more heart than people originally expected from, a, from a show that was supposed to be soft. I didn't expect anything humor. from the show. And I think we got something that was really great. I think we got something that actually strayed away from the true idea of a superhero show. And we kind of mm-hmm. got something that was like just like, this is an action show with like one dude in a costume. Yep. I think the the concept of the show is great i think the mm-hmm. storyline for this season was actually really like really well like really well done i mm-hmm. think the subplot of peacemaker's dad the the white dragon yep was like well done as well and it kind of fit it dovetailed the piece nicely into the mm-hmm. main plot yep I'm happy with it overall i'm excited for a second season but i also know like much like we're all finding out with a lot of shows right now it's gonna be a bit yeah it's gonna be a chunk because once again I feel a big part of that will be James Gunn hearing from Warner Brothers, like, here's what we're doing with these properties. Yep. Work your way around it. Because, and he's also great at taking niche characters who are so far off the spectrum that yep. you can do pretty much anything with them, but more so, like, 
who cares what happens to them because they're nobody. No one knew about Peacemaker before the Suicide Squad. No one cared about the Guardians before the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, not at all. Um, here's your question. Next season, do you think they'll use the same song for the theme song and do a, a, a different dance, or do you think different song, different dance? Come, I, I'm expecting I different would like dance to see a watch. different song, different dance. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Because the thing is, there's going to be different characters, so it's going to be a different dance, right? I don't know. I think... I'm gonna guess for next season we'll get the majority. I think majority, but I'm thinking like well, I'm still thinking we'll get Harcourt, Economos, Vigilante, Adebayo, and yeah. Peacemaker. The only one we're now missing is Mern, who's dead. Mern, Mern, uh, his father's in it. Yep, yeah, because his dad will come back. Those detectives will be gone. Which honestly, I that was my thing that I, well I liked the detectives. Like that was the kind of the, the a sad note to it. it was like oh, I really like that detective character. Like she was really good and like. She was a good cop, and like she yep. was kind of. Fun. I liked her funny banter when she's like trying to make fun of like uh, Peacemaker's dad and just not doing well. Just be like, oh, "You fork, you call him a fork. You should call him a spoon. Spoon is more the uh, meaning. Is it more? A lot of people use uh, forks. Yeah, everyone uses a fork. But uh, yeah, I know. I'm gonna guess like two years before the next season come out easily. Eighteen months. I'll give you 18 months. Okay, I'll hold you we'll to see. it. I'm going to hold you to That's it. That's fine. Yeah. Come come to me in August of 2023. We'll see mm-hmm. where we're at. What do you want to rate the entire season of Peacemaker? 835 out of 1,000. What? That, well, you're asking me to look at a whole season now, so i got to mm-hmm. zoom around. You know what? 835 out of 1,000 uh, trying to communicate with a butterfly in a jar. Mm-hmm. I think do it's you... a solid ex- like excuse for the entire season. Does he like teal? Why does that matter? Why would he need to know? One knock for yes, two knocks for no. Um, I'm going to give the entire first season of Peacemaker 888 Ooh, okay. out of 1,000 um, end credit extra jokes. Just, yeah, I, you I, watched all of them. I watched none of them. Oh, I liked it. Uh, the one that was for the end of this one. Did you not watch the? No, I didn't. Uh, this one was during the scene where Vigilante's talking about the sarcasm. He goes, like, here's how you should tell me. I'm about to be sarcastic. Economos, you're in great shape. I think you're wonderful. And he's like, thanks. And he's like, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um, no, I liked all those. Um, Yeah, okay. solid show. I'm excited show. for a second season. And John Cena did a fantastic job in this, I think showcasing that he can do a little bit more than comedy. He can do some drama. He can't be emotional. Yep. Um, yeah. Great show. Super side thing. I know we haven't, ta- you haven't watched Reacher and all that. I have not yet. But there's no. a scene in the, in the show where Reacher cries. Okay. And I'm about 99% sure it's CGI'd, but it makes sense within the context. Cause in the moment, he, the brother he has throughout the show is always telling him like when they're younger, like, don't let them see you cry. Like, don't let this them see you. This is Reacher? Yes. Okay. Just like, don't let them see you cry. Like, be strong. But then at this moment in the show, like, his brother tells him, now you can cry. Because they're, like, away from everybody. Like, yep. he wants to let them out. So as soon as he says that, a tear comes. I know the reason it's probably CGI is because, like, you, know, you do that scene over and over again. It's tough to have the actor, right when the guy says it, to have a tear come. You can't just do that. Well, I mean, doing it over and over again, trying to just immediately have a tear. That's one single tear perfectly good. But, like, just watching the scene when you're, like, those are CGI. It's an eye drop. It, it, it kind of takes you practical out. effects. No, because it's a long, it's a long shot where they get into the car and you follow them, and then it's like uh, now you can okay. cry. So, but that was just like watching one show where someone's constantly crying. It's like okay, and then to that show where he only cries once, and it's very clearly <laughs> there's the water drop. Um, but yeah, the saline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great show, great first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to the second one. So we did see a movie this evening. Yes, we saw Uncharted. Yes. 
a Sony Pictures production. Directed by Devin Fleischer. I know he did Zombieland and Venom. I think I got the name correct. I believe you are correct. I'm just... I know it's Fleischer. I might have messed up his first name. Um, but yes, the Uncharted movie based off the Uncharted video game series from uh, PlayStation... Uh, I said to Scuba, before the movie starts, there's a PlayStation production, like, logo, like, cinematic. It, it kind of it didn't really take me out of the movie because we hadn't started. Yeah, that's interesting. Ruben Fletcher. Ruben Fletcher. That's what it is. His name's Ruben. It is Ruben Fletcher. Yep. Knew that. There we go. Um, Screenplay the, by Rafe uh, Judkins. Oh, my favorite writer. Hmm. I can tell you what else Rafe has done. P- feel free. Um, I don't know any of his stuff off the top of my head. Uh, Uncharted. Mm-hmm, the movie we saw. Yep, I know that. The Wheel of Time. Okay. Uh, recently critically acclaimed, who's a producer. Mm-hmm. He was a producer on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for two years. Which two years? 13 to 15. Ooh, those are those are good years. of. Those are good age. years? Those are, that's the second season to like the fourth season. Okay, he was also a writer on Chuck for two years. <sighs> 10 to 12. <sighs> yeah, what do you think of now? I like him a lot. Producer on Chuck. Oh, nope. Never mind. NVM. Mm-hmm. I get back to it. Anyway, but the Uncharted movie, uh, essentially, this is a prequel to the Uncharted games because well, this is when Sully and Nathan Drake first meet. Correct, but it still technically is a pre- uh, prequel because uh, the end credit scene, uh, like we had discussed earlier, the whole premise is that uh, Nathan is meeting someone who works for the bad guy of yep. the first game. So that was essentially this movie was this not set up the the first game, but to be like, oh, this takes place before the first game. But this whole, uh, I, was, I was trying to give a synopsis, but it's just, it's a treasure hunt. There's not much you can really give into it other than it's a treasure hunt, because that's what an Uncharted game is. We or, don't avoid spoilers here, but Shane's right, it's quite literally a treasure hunt. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, we're going to spoil the movie, of course. Naturally. Um, I enjoyed the movie. Okay. I liked the movie. Okay. A majority of the humor I also enjoyed. I, I don't True. Think, I don't think at any point I like really laughed out loud and was like, oh my god, that was so funny. But I definitely enjoyed a lot of a fair amount of the humor in it, especially yep. like the banter between like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. I thought was well, good. Well, that's the that's the humor, really. There's that's like the, it's the banter. That's True, like the majority of mm-hmm. it. But it's not really an uncharted game, or rather, an uncharted movie. Okay. In the sense, in the sense, more it comes down to Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. They both do great with the characters they're playing. Yes. But that's not really Nate, and that's not really Sully. We're missing a Hawaiian shirt. We're, we're for sure. Well, he wears like a, a, to, a Tommy Bahama type shirt in the post credit scene. Okay. Um, all, right, all right. But still, he doesn't have a mustache throughout the entire thing. But never really throughout this entire movie was like, that's Sully and that's 100% Nate. Nate, though, in a way, is just a bland, not a bland, but a, just a plain old charismatic guy. Yeah. Tom Holland does a great job with that. Absolutely. But kind of that was kind of the whole thing throughout it. That was just like, this is just generic treasure hunting adventure movie yeah. that has the Uncharted name. What I would say to that mm-hmm. is Please. I agree with you that it is definitely a treasure hunting movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely got two very, very prominent prominent actors. Mm-hmm. Though I will say I felt Mark Wahlberg wasn't even in that in it that much. He was, but it's definitely a Tom Holland is Nathan For Drake sure. movie versus Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, and Mark Wahlberg in Uncharted. Movie. Yeah, it's definitely Tom Holland's the primary there. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg does have his scenes, but mm-hmm. I think they're fewer and far between. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, it's definitely an action-adventure movie. Mm-hmm. It was good. I agree. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought the humor was there, like you said. Yep. I didn't think... So it is rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. For the folks at home, be that as, as it may, there's action. Mm-hmm. 
but it's a lot of people getting kicked off things mm-hmm. or people landing in water and yep. a lot of uh did they slit that person's throat who knows no well well hold on they did yes well for one of them one of them we for sure see a throat slit yes the other one is just off camera through a mirror um yeah which i was kind of you know even though there's no blood coming out of the man's throat who just got his throat slit that's the thing um shot of syrup yeah you see a hole you see his throat has been cut like i'm glad they showed that they very they, they definitely show you that it yeah happens. they very easily could have like done the motion make you think it's cut and then for the rest of the scene like his body's face down you don't see anything but they show like yes his throat has been slit but yeah no blood no blood there would be so much blood. Yeah, if we've seen anything else from any other rated R show or movie you've seen, there's a lot of no. blood, apparently. And we had said after seeing the movie, too, Nathan doesn't kill, like, no, outright Tom kill anybody. Tom Holland's Nathan Drake, or old Nate, yeah. just kicks people off things mm-hmm. uh, and apologizes at one point for yep. kicking someone off a bale of cargo that's flying mm-hmm. through the sky, which is like, yep. that's kind of the end. Yeah, no, for point, sure. My friends. And it, I also had said it once the movie finished or when we were walking away from it, I was like, Yes, like Nathan Drake isn't a killer. Like his purpose isn't to go out murdering people, but like he kills people in the games. I don't think I don't think you can f- possibly play any of the games without having to kill at least one person. Really? Like I do know there is in the fourth game the Scotland yeah. mission. You can get around all of that without having to kill anybody. Okay. But every other mi- like you have to fight and kill people. Makes um, sense. No, it, and it does. But like that was the thing. That, like at the end of the movie, it was like you know he didn't kill a single person. Like you do not see him kill yeah. anybody. But that's also establishing. Yeah, and once again, it's your hero. You don't want your hero just like bam, bam, blow, killing everybody. Yeah. Um. So I think you said this. This isn't a. This isn't an uncharted game mm-hmm. or movie. We keep movie. saying game. Yeah. I do think it is an uncharted movie. Mm-hmm. I think there are puzzle. There was puzzles to be solved mm-hmm. that our our main characters solved. Mm-hmm. There was different coordination of those puzzles. Yep. Had to be solved. You do end up figuring out like the final treasure location and going to and then having mm-hmm. to escape and there being a set piece. Yep. And the set pieces in this movie are very good. Yep. I, I had also said when leaving, the final battle I felt was very cinematic. I could see that in the video game form. Specifically, oh, I yeah. said there was a moment where Sully gets sent into a, like, a cabin of the ship. Then Nate's getting struggling. Helicopter. Well, yep. No, he's in, they're in the ship at that point. Oh, right, right, they're in the right. fight. Bounces um, out. But yeah, like he bounces out when Nate's struggling, and I'm like, I can very easily see that in a fight during the game where it's like mass mash square to escape, but in the middle of it, Sully helps interrupt, and that's why you get. It. I was like, okay, all of this I can see in a video game yep. during the scene that's in the trailer where he's hanging from the cargo stuff. Well, it's like a quick time event. Yeah, you just like exactly. square, circle, triangle. And it, it was more so when seeing that scene too, and I was like, well, that's of course very unrealistic. But I was like, that's in the game, and yep. even though. The games are supposed to be grounded. They're, of course, very unrealistic things. I was like, this all, I'm accepting. I don't think anything in the movie, would, I was like, I, I can't accept this. This is too laughable. No, well, none of it's incredibly, like, you, you, some movies like this are incredibly technological, technologically mm-hmm. based. And it's like, yep. oh, okay, the, the, I don't know, the nanites will solve the puzzle for yep. us. This is like legitimately like, this is just like, hey, uh, stick that key in that hole and see mm-hmm. what happens. Yep. Okay, clockwise? Mm-hmm. Nope. Counterclockwise. Yep. I think it was right. I think there was a lot of good, like good storytelling the story is pretty it's pretty narrow though because mm-hmm. when you get down to what the story is it's like all right so uh, uh tom holland's and nathan drake your brother has been uh is ki- has been killed supposedly mm-hmm. uh mark Wahlberg's gonna hide that from you for the first two-thirds of the movie and tell mm-hmm. you only when it's important to tell you after yep. everyone else tells him that they should tell you yep um but at the same time you're also hunting for magellan's lost gold yep good luck yep very narrow story there's mm-hmm. no 
you're not even bouncing off the walls of the story very often mm-hmm. until the very end when you see that uh, Nathan Drake's brother is actually writing to him from prison. Um, yep. It looks like a dilapidated third world prison. Yep. Which, uh, in the games, that's exactly what happens. But he somehow has access to postcards. Yeah, we both said that, like, who's giving him postcards? Like, here you go. Now you can write on this one. Like, nice And postcards. who's also be within the prison be like, no, I'll mail this. No, mm-hmm, not a pro- Oh, you want me to send this letter to the states? Because we're, of course, because I think they said, uh... San Bart's, not San Bart's. It was something like that, though. That that that's where the incident happened oh, where okay. he got shot. Oh, it was Spain. Yeah, so it, like, it was like it was in Spain. But it's San something. I know. Oh, uh, um, okay. But anyway, but like, so he's not in the United States. But it, once again, it's like, what prison guards? Like, no, I'll send this postcard across the globe. It's not a problem. Do you have more stamps by chance? Did you exactly? Did you get stamps this month? Um, and I had said to you too. They had a young guy playing the young. Both the young uh, Sam, and like you see one very brief photo of him with a beard, yep. which was a fake beard, yep. uh, just to show, look at, he's older. Um, but you don't see his face during the the end when they show him in prison. I'm going to guess they're going to recast him. If they, just, no offense, because you had all said that the uh, the actor in it, what show is he in? So he, the actor who plays young Sam is also in Outer Banks mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yep. Uh, that actor's name is Rudy Pankow. Yep. I bet he's a good actor, but I feel like Sony will more than likely be like, we want a more bankable face to put on this. Well, you're going to want an older one, too, because if that's like how he plays the same age right now. and Yep. Well, I guess Outer Banks is about high schoolers, but... No, but I, I, I will not be shocked if I see on IMDb in a couple weeks or next year just be like, someone, uh, Chris Pine has been cast as uh, Sam Drake. Henry Cavill, if he's not eating people. Actually, you're thinking you know of Army Hammer. Army Hammer eats people. Henry Cavill doesn't eat people. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, correct. Don't, please do not make that mistake on Henry Cavill. All right. My bad. Um, we both also had a little fun point, uh, two fun points in the movie, which was one when uh, Nate opens up his chest, there's a Naughty Dog bumper sticker in there. We yep. both turned immediately and go, uh-huh. See, because you got to know. You got to know when it's the brand image is mm-hmm. coming. I'm also saying, uh, canonically, uh, Nathan Drake is a Boston Red Sox fan because he has a Boston jersey in his trunk, and also his orphanage was in Boston. We discovered that after watching the movie. Yes, after doing much digging, mm-hmm. we found out the fourth game, the orphanage yep. is in Boston. And also, uh, Nolan North, the vo- voice of Nathan Drake, makes a cameo. It was I'm very happy he actually got a cameo because I'd seen months ago or now probably a year ago there was like yeah. a set photo where like it was just him and the two no, uh, nolan and tom like taking a photo i thought like oh they probably just brought him out to the day to like talk yep. it was nice that they actually gave him a scene to be like no like you did this yeah though Four i will games. yeah of course though i will admit like it did feel like very tongue-in-cheek a little out there to be like just rent one random guy on the beach be like huh what happened to you oh we fell out of a plane and out of a car that happened to me good luck i was just like yeah but once again i was just happy to see him cameo Exactly. Um, fun fact. Do you know how Tom Holland got this movie? No, I don't. He wanted to make a James Bond movie. Okay. But he wanted it to be an origin of James Bond, how James Bond becomes James Bond. But you yep. wouldn't know it's James Bond until the end. Like, he wanted to make a movie where, like, James Bond is the moniker or, like, the code name. Yep. But, like, when, when he pitched that to Sony and all these people, they're like, yeah, no, we can't market a movie where the ending gives away what the movie's about. Like we, And then he was like, oh, well, okay, I want to do like an action movie. And they said, how about Uncharted? And he's like, yeah, okay, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to talk about this movie? Antonio Banderas is in it. Antonio Banderas is in it. He's very good. He's also murdered in the f- first act and a half. No, he's, mur- he's murdered uh, like at the beginning of the third, I'd say. Yeah. yeah not, it's right. not the first. It's yeah, that's, beginning of the third. Yeah. That's like the turn. And Antonio Banderas has his father killed, mm-hmm. which is yep. important. Um, 
what did you, so he's one of our villains, and what was the name of the character? Uh, is it Braddock or Bardock, who's like the mercenary for hire? Um, she was just all right. Like, we keep getting tons of teases about her and Sully's relationship as if they've had a, a long history, like long past. Um, but I never really... F- Joe Braddock. Thank you, Braddock. Played by uh, Tati Gabrielle. Thank you. Um, I never really felt too much of a connection to her. And then even like the final fight, like Nate is even like, Oh, like I'm gonna get vengeance because like you killed my brother, or supposedly you've killed my brother. Yep. But even then, the fight is like he throws two punches, she to- throws two punches, and then they both just climb, and then that's it. The villains were though. I'm trying to think in the Uncharted games, the villains aren't really that big of a focus. No, because it's always about the item. True. I was gonna say maybe the fourth game has like the most focus on the villains, mm. um, because we have that uh. Actually, I don't even. I don't think the mercenary in the game is supposed to be the same um, one within this movie. I don't believe so. No, but I was gonna say the villain who's like the the millionaire who's running everything. Like he, Nate has a pretty strong connection to him because they were both in prison together and they like he spent all this money. Yep. But yeah, the villains in this were just they were just there to get in the way. Oh, just get in the way. Great. No, pretty much. Um, we have our appearance of Chloe from the games. Nice to see yep. her. I thought she did really good. Her actress did wonderful. Sophia Ali. Thank you. And once again, was true to the character of liking Nate, but kind of always being there for the score. Like, yep. And that's not and that's something not until like the fourth game and then the uh, the spinoff game that like she grows to be more than just trying to get the score and finally actually connects to the people that she's working with. Yep. Um. But yeah, it, my my flaws just kind of come down to like Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland do great in this. They're just really, I'll say more so, Mark Wahlberg isn't Sully. Tom Holland, I can give like yeah, he's Nathan Drake because he's charismatic and a smart yep. guy. But like, I think because it's he's a younger version, it's still once again it's like no, Nathan Drake is like usually in his late twenties, early thirties, and like he, Tom Holland still seems like a very young man and like mid mid twenties. Yeah, well, he, he says he's twenty five, but still. It, but I'm just, when I look at him, like, not that I'm just like you're still a pretty young guy, but yeah, it is what it is. They'll probably make one or two more of this. This for is sure. going to be an FX has the movies Sunday afternoon movie. Oh, for point. sure. Oh, absolutely. And it's gonna be good. And it's gonna mm-hmm. be good to watch. And you're gonna sit down and watch it once a quarter on a Sunday afternoon when golf's not on. You need a, you need a quick nap on a Sunday. Yep. Uncharted will be on. Uncharted will guide you through it. Yep. Because it can be clipped for TV present presentation. Honestly. Well, it, well, the thing I think we had said, yeah, no one says that like the f word in the movie. It's there's all no a lot swearing. of shits. Yeah, there's like shits. But... Yeah, but no, I expected one fuck. Like, oh yeah, when he's trying to reach for the goal, there's a throw the goal. Yeah, yeah. A- any mo- that or um, like when he sees the ships, be like, "Fuck, ah yeah. man, no, no, no swearing, all pretty clean." Um, yeah. I- oh, and then I I it- said it to you multiple times already, but like my favorite or my least favorite line is at the very beginning. We see a very young Sam and Nate, and they break into the Boston Museum of Art to go look at this map, which they plan to steal. Like they literally plan to steal because we see. Sam trying to break the lock. lock. And then they're brought back to their orphanage by a police officer. And he tells the nun, like, this is third strike. I wanted to bring him to you first. Which, very nice police officer. Though I will say, very stupid because he does not go to watch the the child he's planning on arresting. He does not plan to watch him as he packs his bag as he escapes. But I just love that Nathan says when his brother walks off to the nun, 
You can't let him do this. You can't let the police take away my criminal brother who has three strikes. No. It's like, yes, she's a nun. Works. A nun literally cannot not do this. She has to allow this to happen. Um, but yeah. I don't know. It's a good movie. It's definitely yep. worth watching. It's definitely worth yes. seeing uh, either in theaters or streaming at some point when mm-hmm. you get a chance. It's if you're expecting it to be, which I think we had some expectations that would be close to the, to the games, you might be disappointed. There are plenty of things pulled from the games yep. directly. the The cargo scene is from Uncharted Three. Uh, the heist that they do in the auction is from Uncharted Four. Yep. The connection to his brother, once again, Uncharted Four. Um, and that's kind of that's they did, but they took. I mean, that's like three major things. No, absolutely, no, absolutely, like one for each act. Yeah. At, no, I completely agreed. Yeah, if you're an Uncharted fan, you'll probably, like us, have plenty of things that you can go, mm, yeah. just not, yet. but this is a solid film. This is a good action film. This is a good treasure hunt movie. Tom Holland does, is very charismatic. And also, yep. I enjoy about this, you actually get to see him doing a lot of his own stunts. Like, yep. I bet he does do a fair amount as Spider-Man, but he usually has the mask on, so they can easily get a stuntman in there. He does a fair amount in this that's like, okay, cool. Like, no, that's great. I'm happy to see this. Um <clears throat> His bartending flaring stuff, which actually I saw an interview with him recently. The reason he wanted that in the movie was he wanted to be able to show the audience that Nate is crafty and good with his hands to make sense. That, but also to make like sense of like, oh, why can he like fight so well? Like, it's like no, because he's like he's very like dexterous. What's he has a lot? He's great. Yeah, dexterous dexterity. But like I was like, oh, that's weird. But there's one part with like when they're in the Barcelona and they're in that bar, and he's like, oh, I'll stall. He does the trick. You won't be able to see the audience, but like he does a trick where he takes the bottle like around his head. I was just like, that's the the stupidest of the flare moves. I can assure you, that's just that's. If I ever see a bartender do this one, I'll be like, just stop making my drink now. I'm all set. I'm gonna head home. Yeah. But yeah. what do you want to give Uncharted? Ooh. Yeah, I know. This is going to be a tricky one. Got a 762 out of 1,000. This is a high score, actually. A s- no, I was going to go right around the same way. 762 out of 1,000 drinking a bottle of 500-year-old rum that you mm-hmm. find in your hiding space. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Was Nate ever, like, not an alcoholic, but always drinking in the games? In this movie, he's constantly, no idea. like, every chance he has, he takes a drink in this movie. No idea. I can't yeah. remember the games that well. Yeah, I don't think he does. Like that was... Sully, probably not Nate. Yeah, for for sure, Sully would absolutely. That seems more his character. But yeah, in this movie, multiple times, like he just as soon as he has a chance, starts drinking. And it's like, okay, like I'm not really against it. And I mean, if well, I were, were a treasure hunter, if I were a treasure hunter, and also if I were being fought and possibly like this could be my last thing, I might quickly yeah take a, a swig of. I don't know if I would have vodka though. The, when he does that, the vodka, I go. Oh no, no! If that were like a spiced rum, sure, I I doubt it. But that quickly, like let me just have some absolute. I'd go, nope. Um, I'll I'm probably good. give this close to you. I think I might go like a seven hundred seventy out of a thousand. Okay, um, eight points. Uh, getting a cat for a heist, but it's really just to give to your friend to have a pet. That's a great gag. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good one. I like that because also when he did that in the t- when he texts him, he's like, "I need a suit, uh, a portable handheld uh, metal cutter, and a cat." I was like, "Ooh, how's that cat gonna come into like?" Well, yeah, that's interesting. Just to be like, "No, I want you have a pet. Your life looks lonely." I was like, "Okay, that's good." Um, but yeah, just a good movie. Yep. I was gonna say not the best Uncharted movie, but yeah, like the best Uncharted movie. It's just, it's not Indiana Jones. Nope, 
and it's not an Uncharted video game. It's mm. somewhere in between, but there it, it has its it has its merits, it mm. has its perks, and it's just a solid film. I think also the biggest problem about any ad- adaptation of a video game is like I'm kind of thinking like the puzzles in this in this movie. They're not that difficult, and not that the puzzles are ever that difficult in the game, but you have a far better connection to them because you're the one solving trying the to pr- figure it yeah, out. You're yeah, you're solving the p- puzzle. So like when watching this and they solve the puzzles, even though like most of them it's like they're not that like oh just use both keys at once oh great like that's something that's I think gonna be the hardest thing moving forward with any video game adaptation into film or television yep. where the audience that's played the games have a far I would say richer connection to it because they're the ones that struggle to get up the mountain they're the ones that had yep. to find the treasure like makes sense meanwhile anyone that walks into it just be like oh this is fun like I have no so I don't know. No reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Go see it. Watch it if you want. Yeah. Take a look. Wait for it to come out. If you like Tom Holland, watch this movie. You'll like Wait it. Wait for it to come out on Stars Or Sony VHS. Film. Whichever one comes first. VHS is possible. Whichever one comes first. HD DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, Betamax. Yeah. Um, Laserdisc. Laserdisc. Those are fucking huge. Yeah, of course. Don't tell me where you can find us. You can find us in a boatload of places. You can find us on Instagram at Shane and Scuba Steve Show. You can find us online at www.theshaneandscubastevesshow.com. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. And if you're there, give us a review. Give us five stars. Subscribe. Give us a like. We appreciate it. It helps with the algorithm. It means a lot. All the algorithms. All of them. You name it. That's Al- our show. Algae rhythm from the Space Jam uh, 2. No, Don Cheadle. Not mm-hmm. my dreams again. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's our show this night. <laughs> this night uh this week thank you for listening to the shan scuba steve show all right later bye-bye